The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's time for our weekly check on Baylor softball. Here's softball assistant coach Hoot Jonigan with the voice of the Bears. Back with us, John Morris Show, ESPN Central Texas. Pleased to uh, be welcome uh, to welcome in Hoot Jonigan, Baylor softball assistant coach, back from Louisiana. And Hoot, thanks for your time today. Getting ready to leave town again, headed the other way, headed to uh, headed to California. We'll talk about that. But how about the uh, success you guys had, especially that Sunday doubleheader sweep over Louisiana? Yeah, it was really good. You know, we uh, we had a good good road trip going down to McNeese, which is a very quality club that uh, uh, won a regional last year uh, and and actually had Washington beat in the Super to to, to go. Uh, let that slip away, but they got a lot of people back, so a good club there. And then go down to Raging Cajun Country. You know, they, uh, they're always tough. The crowd's tough. Uh, it's just a tough environment to play in and a little cold on uh, Saturday, so we switched it to a doubleheader Sunday, and uh, girls really bounced back on Sunday from, uh, from Friday night's game and, and uh, showed their true colors and uh, really excited to get a doubleheader sweep there on Sunday and come, uh, come home with three out of four wins. That's a that's a tough atmosphere, isn't it, to play? I mean that that Louisiana softball team they get great support there, and for y'all to go in there and sweep a doubleheader, take two of three, I mean those are some big wins. Yeah, they really are, and and you know we were prepared for it. Coach Moore's been there. Uh, I've been there in baseball, and he's been there years in softball too. And you know we we tried to prepare him as best we could with uh, crowd noise and raging Cajuns, all that stuff. They they chant and stuff, and and of course. They're always on the umpires, and, and for some umpires, that really uh, impacts them and, and changes their calls and stuff. And uh, But uh, we were able to overcome all of that and, and put together a couple of good wins and, and, uh, and solid performances. So uh, we were excited about that. Didn't affect the girls at all and uh, really happy with the way they played. Hoot, it looks like uh, on Sunday, the first game, 6 nothing win. Riley Crandall got the win. Looks like she pitched really well for you. And then Aaliyah Benford uh, stepped in and got the win in, in game two. Is the pitching uh, coming around like you all hoped it would? Yeah, it really is. Riley, Riley's won a lot of big games for us last year, as did Casey West. And Casey came in and did a solid job on uh, Friday night in relief, holding them at bay to give us a chance to maybe come back. And so uh, but Riley came in, really stepped it up, got got herself in trouble in the first inning, bases loaded, no outs, and we were able to turn that uh, double play, the 0-1-2-3 double play, and that got us some momentum. And then uh, the bats woke up, and we kind of took it took it from there. Uh, and then Aaliyah came in, and uh, Aaliyah's getting, getting healthier uh, as we go. We're trying to extend her a little bit more because she hadn't pitched a lot after her knee surgery. So uh, – She's getting stronger as we go, too, so that's exciting. And uh, actually, in the doubleheader, we actually got Dari out there again. Uh, I think she pitched two, maybe three innings uh, and got out there and pitched effectively and well. And every time she goes out and pitches, it's just that much closer to getting back to where she needs to be and where she wants to be. And and so we were excited about that. But the pitching definitely was uh, a mainstay there and held them to two runs total in a doubleheader and uh, did an outstanding job for us. And and then our defense, man, our defense was exceptional. Being able to turn some double plays, make some slow roller plays, do some stuff like that that uh, 
that really helped us and actually uh, they were not able to do. We put pressure on them and, and uh, we were able to make the plays and they weren't. And that was actually the difference in the ball game. So because uh, they have a couple of good pitchers going, uh, pitchers battle and uh, came down to the little things and we were able to execute those little things and they weren't. And that's what allowed us to get that doubleheader sweep. That's huge, isn't it? That defense, especially early in the season and then on the road like that, to come through with some big plays defensively, uh, to me, that's a really good sign. Absolutely. You know, we're excited. We've Coach Moore's always said he thinks he's got the best middle infield he's ever had with uh, Amber and, and Presley up the middle. And, uh, man, they just made some outstanding plays, turned some double, double plays at, cre- at key times, too. That's what was critical. You know, getting us out of innings, stuff like that was uh, – was just critical, and they they put a lot of pressure on you. Louisiana's got some speed. They their girls at the top of the order, you know, they put it in play and they run, and and that creates some panic in, in your defenders. And uh, our girls didn't didn't flinch, didn't didn't panic at all, able to make the plays, and uh, the speed of the game definitely didn't hurt them. So yeah, that was uh, that was critical with the pitching we got. If we can play that solid defense, we're going to be in every game, and then if we can just try to scratch across uh, one more run, the other team, you know, we'll have a chance to beat anybody. Who Johnning and our guest, Baylor softball assistant coach. Baylor softball now three and three on the year. Headed back on the road, as I mentioned, going to the Mary Nutter Classic in Palm Springs, California. Uh, who, uh, this schedule that y'all put together, <laughs> it is uh, not for the faint of heart. Now you go into uh, the teeth of this tournament and some really tough teams out in California. Yeah, I really do. It doesn't get any easier. But you know what? That's the way the Big 12 is, and that's the way postseason is and so that's what we're training training for you know we're trying to get ourselves prepared for that but we open up on thursday with oregon and then notre dame right after that play a doubleheader on thursday play uc riverside on friday and then finish up on saturday with ucla and missouri uh two powerhouses right there missouri's missouri's off to an incredible start at 10 and 0 uh and we all know the historic program of ucla so so yeah we got a work cut out for us but uh right now we're we're focusing on today. We're work, working on getting better. We got back uh, early morning on Monday, if you will, so gave them the day off yesterday, but they still had to go to class. So trying to get out here and shake some of the cobwebs off a little bit today and travel tomorrow and be ready to go on Thursday against a good Oregon Duck Club. So we're going to take it one game at a time, one pitch at a time. And, and uh, you know, with our, with our team, uh, the experience we have and the talent we have and, and just the chemistry and the culture we have, man, it's just they're just fun to be around. We're – we're excited to go go to battle with anybody, and we look forward to the challenge and the opportunity. Very good. Who? What's the challenge of uh, going to Palm Springs? I mean, on the road again. This is uh, a neutral site, obviously a tournament, but a lot of those schools are a lot closer to Palm Springs than than you are. Um, what's that challenge going to be like? The atmosphere out there. You know, it's going to be it's good. Mary Nutter Classic is, is a historic program or historic tournament throughout the country. It's an honor to be in it, first of all. So some of the top top teams in the country will be there. Uh, we won't play all of them, but there's there's uh, multiple teams there that we won't play that are in the in the top ten even. So uh, it's just an incredible atmosphere. It's like a big carnival. I mean, it's uh, played in the big league dreams uh, parks, if you will. So there's probably six or eight fields that they'll be playing on all at the same time. I mean, it is. If, if you love softball, it's it's where you want to be. And there'll be a lot of kids there that are are wanting to be in our shoes, wanting to be in these kids' shoes, playing on there one day, and that's their dream. So it's just an incredible environment uh, with with some of the top talent 
uh, in the nation, and it's just an honor to be a part of it. So, yeah, I think more than anything, it's kind of trying to control our emotions, you know, as far as not get too hyped or anything else. Because, you know, by the way, you got to play another game right at 30 minutes after your first one. You may have to move fields right. as well. Uh, you don't know what time you're going to play right now. We're scheduled for, I think, uh, 5 o'clock out there. It's two hours' time difference, so that's 7 o'clock here and then 9.30 here. Uh, but those are the last games of the day, and you know how tournaments go. and So that's what they're scheduled at. <laughs> Who knows if they'll start there. So, you know, the, the the juggling of the schedule, what time we actually do play, keeping yourself ready to go if we get backed up, get delayed, whatever. Uh, so those are those are some of the challenges. But you know what? The kids are they're ready for it. They're looking forward to that opportunity. And, and uh, if, if you can handle that, it'll only make you better uh, because you're going to have challenges in, in everything you do, whether it's rain delays, lightning delays, you know, bus bus problems, whatever the case may be, it's all about adjusting and flowing. So we'll get a chance to do that as well. We've got something scheduled, but you know what? There's a great chance it's not going to go just as it's scheduled, so let's just adjust and be ready to go whenever the bell rings. Sounds like a man that's done that many times. Final thought, uh, Aaron tells me it, huh? Aaron, Aaron tells me it's sunny and 76 today. This is your kind of February day, isn't it? Absolutely. I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm on the practice field right now. We're getting ready to start here in about three minutes and I've got my shorts on and, uh, it is, I don't know, on this turf, it's probably 85 degrees. So, uh, I will probably work up a sweat today and I am happy to do it. That's for sure. What's it nice. like there where you're at? Uh, cloudy and 45 and rainy. Yeah. So yeah, but, but that's why not you, close. That's why, you, that's why you cover an indoor sport right now, and you don't have to worry the windows will be open, right, because you're in the open environment. That's so. right. <laughs> You'll be That's good. right. <laughs> that's right. Appreciate it, Hooter. Thank you. You all have a great trip to California. That right, sounds good, J-Mo. Good luck tonight. Look forward to listening to you. All right. Thank you. That is Hoot Johnigan, Baylor softball assistant coach. Baylor softball uh, headed to Palm Springs, California, the Mary Nutter Classic. He mentioned the games. Uh, they'll start on Thursday. They'll travel tomorrow, play on Thursday, 7 o'clock against Oregon, 9.30. These are central times uh, against Notre Dame. On Friday, they'll play Cal Riverside at uh, last game of the day, 10.30 central time. Then on Friday, I'm sorry, on Saturday, they'll wrap things up against UCLA at uh, 7.30 Central and then 10 o'clock against a Missouri team that Hoot said was 10-0 on the year. So some tough games out there. Very challenging schedule continues for Baylor softball and all the games on 101.3 FM. So uh, keep up with Baylor softball there with the broadcast on 101.3 FM. Thanks to Hoot. We appreciate him. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get back to basketball visit with Greg Rubel, the longtime voice of the BYU Cougars. His thoughts on tonight's matchup, Baylor and BYU here in Provo. We are brought to you in part by Alliance Bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, two locations in Waco, one in Temple and one in Georgetown for Alliance Bank Central Texas. Also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers, D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. 